Welcome to All About NFL with Ben Hedrick, and today I will be reviewing Week 17. Only two, one more week left to NFL. I want to be checking out Week 17 with scores and analysis, and also be looking into MVP and Rookie of the Year candidates, Defensive Player candidates, and all that good stuff coming your way. And let's just kick things off with Sunday Night Football. Vikings, Packers, no Kirk Cousins, and the Vikings lost 10-37. There's reasons why they lost. First of all, this game probably would have, they would have lost anyways probably if they had Kirk Cousins, but it probably would have been a little closer because Kirk Cousins was having one of his, a pretty good season, but they just got demolished 10-37. And Aaron Rodgers is playing pretty good football. 29 completions, 288 yards, and two touchdowns of a pass already of 144. So he had a pretty solid game this year, and he's one of the MVP candidates. He might win the MVP this year, too. They had a run game. Aaron Jones had eight carries for 76 yards, averaging 9.5 yards a carry. But lately, they've been really using a lot of A.J. Dillon. He doesn't. He averages a decent around four yards a carry, but he averaged 4.5 yards a carry with two touchdowns and 63 yards. So he had a pretty solid game overall, but it just, there's nothing going on for this football team when they had Sean Mannion playing quarterback for the Vikings. They don't, they got Kellen Mond, but he played because Sean Mannion wasn't playing the best. He only completed 22 completions for 189 yards in a touchdown and only having a pass rating of 84. And he was sacked twice. And they didn't have a run game. Like, what the heck? Dalvin Cook had nine carries in 13 rushing yards. Nine carries for 13 rushing yards. That never happened to Dalvin Cook. I think if they could have handed the ball off a little more, I know it wasn't really working. If they could have just tried to get something going. And to not have a run game, to have 27 yards of rushing and not really having anything going, it was just a rough game for them overall. So a disappointing game for the Vikings, and they're out of playoffs, 7-9, and nine, and the Packers are 13-3. and three. So that was a disappointing, it was, it was, this game could have helped them get in the playoffs, but they weren't ready to play football, and it was a disappointing loss for them. Now, let's go to the Saints-Panthers game, and the Saints... Haven't been playing as well with Jameis Winston out, but they're able to win 18 to 10 against the Panthers. The Saints are now eight and eight, and the Panthers are five and eleven. They won 18-10, so Jason Hill was playing solid football. He wasn't. He was playing so-so. 17 completions, 222 yards, and a touchdown with a passer rating of 97. They ha- they had a run game, but not too much of it. Mainly, it was Taysom Hill and Alvin Kamara, but not a whole lot in the run game. Taysom Hill is only averaging 3.8 yards a carry. He had 12 carries for 45 yards, and then Alvin, Del- Delvin- Alvin Kamara only had 13 carries for 32 yards, averaging 2.5 yards a carry. So nothing really going. Like the thing about the thing about Alvin Kamara is he can be really effective in some of the games. In some games, they don't really even use him. They Used him a decent amount in the past game, which I like to see. He had five catches for 68 yards and touchdown. But if they can start using him more and make the most out of their player, I think he he has a lot going for him. We know how talented he is. We just have to see what he got. But that overall was not the best game for the Saints, but they got to victory, and Sam Darnold was playing instead of Cam Newton. He threw an interception and was sacked seven times. Seven times, that's 
pretty bad. He was having a pretty rough day. He had a pick in average and had a quarterback rating of 61. So Sam Darnold had a pretty bad day. 17 completions for 132 yards. So that was a game that Sam Darnold shouldn't be is not proud of. They started season like 3-0 and now they're 5 and 11. So they've gone really 2 and 11 in the last 13 games. So it's been a rough season for them. Chuba Hubbard had 17 carries for a 55 yards and a touchdown. So that was a rough game for the Panthers. Um, I thought they they thought they thought they were back when Cam Newton, but they weren't back. They weren't playing solid football, and Cam Newton is probably he's disappointed. Honestly, like I think Cam Newton, I think they're going to release him after the season because sure they only had a couple games with him, but he hasn't really proven what he's got, and I think he'll be a free agent next year and not be able to pick up a team. So not a whole lot going for Cam Newton. But that was a rough game overall. And let's look at this Lions-Seahawks game. And the Seahawks destroyed the Lions 51-29. Russell Wilson was playing his best, one of his best games he's played all season. In the last two games, Russell Wilson has been looking really solid. And he had 236 yards and four touchdowns with a pass rating of 133. That's pretty good. And then... I feel like Rashad Penny is really picking up the pace, and he averaged 170 yards. He had 170 yards, averaging 6.8 yards a carry with, and two touchdowns. And, and Rashad Penny in the last two games, last two, three games, has been having solid over 100-yard games. So I feel like the Seahawks, I feel like they're pretty hot right now. Then they'll be going against Arizona next week, so that should be a good game to watch to see if Seattle can get an upset against Arizona, but we'll have to wait and see about that game. So it was a 51-29 game. Seattle, Seahawks are out of playoffs, but they're now 6-10, and the Lions are 2-13. But the question is, if the Seahawks would have lost, they would have got a better draft pick. And are we thinking about quarterback in the draft? I'm not sure what they're thinking in the draft, but we'll have to wait and see. And then, no Jared Goff. It was Tim Boy who had to play. He had 22 completions, 262 yards, and two touchdowns. But he threw three picks, and the Lions are in pretty big trouble. DeAndre Swift was back, which was a good that he's back, but he had four carries for 32 yards. So it was a pretty. The Lions haven't been looking good all year, and we'll have to see what style of thinking in the draft. I, I I think they want quarterback, but do they need? They need a lot of jobs to fill so if they can get second rounders and all kinds of good stuff we'll have to see where they rank if they lose their last game they'll be a second overall pick right now jacksonville is number one so we'll have to see where they play and then let's look at this arizona dallas game arizona won 25 22 now 11 and 5 cardinals now 11 and 5 cowboys and to be honest, this was a game that I don't think Cowboys were expecting because they're like, I think Arizona really pulled together and shown that they they can play good football. But Arizona didn't play the best offense. I think it was mainly the defense that helped them with that game. And it was Dak Prescott not having the best game, but he had, he had two fumbles. He had a quarterback rating of 105. 
He had three touchdowns. He didn't have that bad of a game, but they weren't in the end zone enough to get more points in the Cardinals. And that's what happened is the Cardinals played good defense. The Cowboys started to pick up the fourth quarter, but it wasn't enough. And Arizona had didn't really have a whole lot with a run game. Chase Edmonds only had 53 yards, averaging 2.9 yards to carry. And, but Kyler Murray played pretty solid. 26 completions, 263 yards, 2 touchdowns, 0 picks, and a quarterback rating 105. He's only sacked once. And he played solid football against this team with Trevian Diggs, Michael Parsons. So there's a lot of weapons, but he, they're able to finish on top and got them the victory. So now the Cowboys are still able to clinch. But if, if the Rams lose next week and Cardinals win, the Cardinals clinch the clinch this title of the seed. So it, just whatever happens next week is really a big deal for the NFC West. Okay, now we're moving on to the 49ers-Texans game. And Troy, no Jimmy Garoppolo, but Trey Lance was all right. He had 16 completions, 249 yards, two touchdowns, and interception with a pass rating of 116. And Trey Lance, he's the kind of quarterback who doesn't really like going short. He likes just throwing pretty deep balls. He only had 16 completions, but he had 250 yards, so he likes throwing pretty deep balls. He was averaging around 15 yards a throw, 13 yards a completion. So, And they also, Eli Mitchell has also picked up the run game. This for What Eli Mitchell's doing from being a sixth-round pick from Louisiana, 119 yards, 21 carries, he's had... Quite, he's had a couple hundred yards game this season, so that was a fantastic pick on the 49ers' part. But the 49ers were able to win at 23-7. And the 49ers are looking like a playoff team right now. They're 9-7, and the Texans are 4-12. and But we'll have to see if they can win their other games. Davis Mills is look, was looking a little better, but he wasn't playing his best football. 21 completions, 163 yards, and a touchdown. He threw a pick, only had a pass rating of 65. So that was a disappointing for them, game for them. Rex Burkhead didn't really have anything going, so that was a pretty not great game for the Texans overall. But it was for the 49ers who were able to get the victory. Now we're moving on to... There's been quite a bit of divisional games this weekend. And it was the Broncos Chargers game. The Bron- Chargers winning it 34 13. And the Chargers are only 9 and 7. It seems like they should be better. They've almost beaten. They beat Kansas City earlier this season and they almost beat them again. So I think the Chargers deserve to be a playoff team. And they won it because they didn't have Teddy Bridgewater. But overall, I think they're just a better team. And it was Justin Herbert who just played better football. Justin Herbert. Had 237 yards and two touchdowns with 22 completions. So he overall had a good game, but with a pass rating of 114. But it's just like they have an off and on run game. Like they don't have really reliable running backs. I know Austin Eckler and Justin Jackson are pretty good running backs, but they either have a good game or they have not the best game. This is a so so game. Austin Eckler had 17 carries, 58 yards, and a touchdown. So not a whole bad game for them, but they were able to pull off the victory. And that was a crucial victory for them to stay in the playoffs. So that was a good game for them. And then here's and now let's look at this Ravens-Rams game. And the Ravens are looking at themselves right now and saying, we're 8-8. Eight and eight. That's not great for them, honestly. Being 8-8, eight and eight, like, like, they're a maybe playoff team. I don't think they'll be able to make it this season. Tyler Huntley hasn't been able to play his role, but 
it just wasn't Tyler Huntley's day. He was sacked five times. He threw a pick, only had a pass rating 66, 20 completions, 197 yards. But, like, Tyler Huntley's not doing bad for being un- undrafted. He wasn't, so... I honestly think that the Ravens should be playing better football than this. They lost 19 to 20. It was a really close game, and it was the Rams who are 12 and four, and the Ravens who are eight and eight. So, but they kind of had a run, run game. Devontae Freeman had 76 rushing yards, averaging 5.4 yards a carry. So that was overall a solid game. But it was just like Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford has been slowing down. He's thrown five picks in the last two games, but he didn't play bad. 26 completions, 309 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions, and a quarterback running 96. But two picks can always kill you. He's lucky that they were able to win this game. And then Sony Michelle had a pretty solid game. 19 carries, 74 yards, 3.9 yards a carry, and a touchdown. So it was a pretty solid game for them. They have a lot of weapons on offense, and I can't wait to see what they can do. But we'll have to see if they can stay in the playoffs to see how far they'll go. Now let's look at this Raiders-Colts game. The Raiders on top, 23-20. And now I'm saying to myself how are the Raiders in the playoff picture nine and seven Raiders and 97 Colts and this is the first time the Colts have lost season with Jonathan Taylor having over 100 yards Jonathan Taylor had 108 yards averaging 5.4 yards to carry he had a solid game like Jonathan Taylor eh, it was a shocking loss to me because Jonathan Taylor is really good and I think he's playing he's he's playing fantastic football but it just wasn't enough. Carson Wentz was not playing his best football. 16 completions, 148 yards, touchdown. But it was Derek Carr that led the Cowboys, no, led the Raiders to his victory with 24 completions, 255 yards, and touchdown, and two picks. He had two interceptions with a pass rating 84. Two interceptions was on a kill. And the, in the Rams game, Matthew Stafford had two interceptions. They still won. But the Raiders were lucky to get this victory, even though they had two interceptions that could have cost them big. But it just was the Raiders who got the victory. Josh Jacobs was looking pretty solid. 16 carries, 63 yards, averaging 3.9 yards a carry. So that was a solid game for him overall. But I can see that the Colts have potential. They haven't been using it. Like, they have 97 record is, I think, this is going to be a big fight in the playoffs. These two teams might fight in the wild card. But we'll have to see if the Colts can even pull it off. Can the Raiders pull it off? It just depends. If they, if, if both teams can win, they're both probably in the playoffs. So, we have to just wait to see, like, how these teams progress in the playoffs. Now, let's look at the Patriots-Jaguars game. 15th overall pick versus first overall pick. Two rookie quarterbacks. And the Patriots just absolutely destroyed the Jaguars. The, what the Patriots were able to accomplish is to, to get a quarterback, 15th overall, to get Mac Jones, was only taking 15th overall. Nobody believed in him. I believed in him. And nobody accepted how good of a quarterback he was. He won the Nationals, but nobody thought he had potential. He had 22 completions, 227 yards, and three touchdowns. We have a pass rating of 128. And they even had a run game. They have two rookie stars on this team. Raymondre Stevenson had 170 rushing yards, 19 carries, two touchdowns, averaging 5.6 yards a rookie, uh, a carry, and he's a rookie and he's doing these things. He's really showing what he's made out of. And the Trevor Lawrence has been struggling this whole year. 17 completions, 193 yards, and a touchdown. Three interceptions every single game. He's had 
couple three interception games this year, and Trevor Lawrence is not looking. He's not looking up to what he should be. I think we're hoping that he can be like Joe Burrow or Justin Herbert this year. But he wasn't even close. He's not even near rookie of the year. Nobody's even thinking of him because he, he has to he can't throw interceptions. And they don't have a run game. They don't have James Robinson. And they didn't have Travis Etienne. So I think that's the thing that they can give them a better record next season. But it was a disappointing year for them. They're 2-14 and and the Patriots are 10-6 and with a rookie quarterback. So that's pretty remarkable what Mac Jones is doing at a rookie level. Now let's look at a Bears-Giants game. And the Giants have been looking pretty bad. They lost 29-3, Bears 6-10, and Giants 4-2. and And to lose 29-3 to is pretty bad, and he dealt on how to play. But he had 18 completions, 173 yards, and a touchdown. He threw a pick, and he had a quarterback running 63. But the question is, is the Giants ready to play football? The Giants aren't ready to play football. This is the worst. This is probably one of the worst games I've I've ever seen a team play football to get three points they're lucky to get three points but he had mike lennon had four completions for 24 yards two interceptions and had a quarterback rating of 5.3 5.3 he was sacked four times terrible game mike lennon is not playing well and the thing that got them to feel well is because they're able to give the load to shack one barkley he had 102 rushing yards, 21 rushing attempts, averaging 4.9 carry. So they had a run game, which is good, but they didn't have a pass game. And you can't win a game with 24 passing yards. You just can't. So that was a pretty rough game for them overall. And the Giants, I don't know where they'll rank in five years. If you look at five years from now, I don't really see a whole lot going for them. And I think that the Giants don't have any potential. I'm just shouting out there for a Giants fan. I don't see potential in them. And that's just my opinion. Now let's look at the Bills-Falcons game, and it was Josh Allen leading the Bills to another victory. The Bills didn't play, Josh Allen did not play his best football. When I say Josh Allen didn't play his best football, he played his worst football game of his career. They won 29-15, but Josh Allen didn't throw a single passing touchdown. He had two rushing, but that's about it. He had 11 completions for 120 yards, three interceptions, and a quarterback rating of 17. That was a terrible game for him. He did not really deserve to get to victory, but it was Devin Singletary who led them to victory with 24 carries, 110 rushing yards, and averaging 4.8 yards a carry with two rushing touchdowns. And Josh Allen was using his legs a little bit, 15 carries, 81 yards, two touchdowns. So, solid game for them. Matt Ryan hasn't been looking good. Sacked five times, 13 completions, 197 rushing yards. Quarterback rating of 84. And they didn't really have a run game. It was Mike Mike Davis had a some little something, but not a whole lot. Eight carries, touchdown, forty two yards, averaging five point three yards a carry. The Falcons haven't really had a run game for a long time. I thought I, I thought I saw some potential in them when I got Todd Gurley the second, but has have it hasn't really been a lot there recently. So we'll have to wait and see like how good they really are. Now let's look at Taylor Haneke. It's been looking pretty bad lately. They're now six and ten. Eagles are nine and seven. They lost twenty to sixteen, and the reason they lost is because Taylor Heineke threw an interception, wasn't completing real well. Twenty-seven completions, two hundred forty-seven yards, quarterback rating eighty-one. He sacked three times, so they didn't really have a run game either. And it was the Eagles. Jalen Hurts didn't play his best game either. I'm not going to say that none of these teams played their best. 17 completions, 214 yards, was sacked once, had 44 rushing yards, but it was 
the Philadelphia squad that is looking like a playoff team. We'll see if they can make playoffs. It's been a while, but I think they have a shot. And I think Jalen Hurts should deserves to be the quarterback next season. Let's look at this Dolphins-Titans game. And it was a pretty poor game. Let's be honest. 3-34. The Dolphins 8-8. Eight and eight, Titans 11-5. Ryan Tannehill played better. Not Actually, not really that great. 13 completions, 120 yards, two touchdowns, and a quarterback running 127. He was sacked one time, but it was a rough game overall for him. And I think they have to really step up their game. Devontae Foreman. Deonta Foreman. 27 rushing attempts, a touchdown, 132 yards, five or ever five yards to carry. He's starting to pick up a lot this season, but nothing for the offense. Tua took a Lava, 18 completion, 205 yards, third pick, quarterback rating at 53. So that was a pretty bad game for them, but the Titans are looking better, and we'll see where the Titans rank in the playoffs to see like what they can really do. We want to see what this Titans squad can do without Derrick Henry. This was a amazing football game. Chiefs, Bengals, and Joe Burrow is playing out of his mind. 30 completions, 446 yards, 4 touchdowns, quarterback rating of 148, and Jamar Chase, rookie record, 266 receiving yards, and average 24 yards a catch, and... Jamar Chase, I think, I'm not sure where he ran because Matt Jones had a good game. Jamar Chase had a good game. I'm, I'm ready to see. I don't know, I don't know who's going to be winning Rookie of the Year. We'll have to find out. And then Patrick Mahomes played pretty solid. 26 completions, 259 yards, and two touchdowns. But it was the Bengals pouring it off. 34-31, 10-6 Bengals. And Chiefs are 11-5. And the Bengals sealing the deal. They have their title, and they're ready to play football. So, that's a good game for them, and I think the Bengals will go to the Super Bowl. I don't think anybody believes in the Bengals this season, and I don't really either, but they're playing great football. Tyler Boyd, Joe, Joe Mixon, T. Higgins, Jamar Chase. They have so many weapons, so I think they can really do a lot, and we'll see what they can do. Ben, this is a shocking game. Jets, Buccaneers. The Jets were on top, and... Antonio Brown decided to quit, and Antonio Brown just went off the field, quit the game, and flew home, and the Buccaneers are like, oh no, they, they lost Chris Godwin, they lost Antonio Brown, I don't know if they have a whole lot of potential in the playoffs, but they were able to pull it off, 28-24, the Jets did not deserve to lose this game, Dak Wilson was playing a little better, 19 completions, 234 yards, and a touchdown with a pass already of 89. Michael Carter had three carries for 54 yards, averaging 18 yards a carry. But it was Tom Brady's squad, with Tom Brady leading them with 34 completions, 410 yards, and three touchdowns in an interception, and a pass rating of 104. And Buccaneers, uh, I want to see how far they can go in playoffs. I'm not sure. I don't see a whole lot in them after loss Antonio Brown. On top of that, they lost Chris Godwin. So we'll have to see like where they rank in playoffs because they have to really step up their game. They're going to have to step up the games to see where they can go in playoffs. Our last game, Monday Night Football, Ben Roethlisberger, last home field at Heinz Field. Ben Roethlisberger played not great football, 24 completions, 123 uh, uh, passing yards and threw the ball 46 times and wasn't completing too high but it was Najee Harris who played the best game of his whole season with 28 rushing attempts a touchdown and 188 rushing yards averaging 6.7 yards a carry and 
it was a game that I think Ben Roethlisberger can appreciate that Najee Harris played really good football. He was able to carry them to the victory, and I want to see where they can go in if they can make playoffs or if they can do something. I don't think they'll make playoffs, but pretty disappointing game for Baker Mayfield. He's been struggling. I don't know if he can keep the starting job. I don't know. He's not. He he's just he's an up and down player. He has some good games. He has some some bad games. But the thing that's going to get you benched. He didn't get benched, but he was sacked nine times, sixteen completions, hundred eighty five yards, two touchdowns, in two picks. To be sacked nine times, that's pretty bad. So pretty poor game for Baker Mayfield overall. But overall, a solid week. That's all that we all the scores for week seventeen. One more week left, and for a second. I want to see. I want to talk about the MVP race, and I know people think it's Aaron Rodgers, but can I tell you this right now? I believe that Joe Burrow can. He has a shot at it because Joe Burrow is playing great football right now. He had forty. He had four thousand six hundred eleven yards, thirty four completions. No, these are stats overall. He had four thousand six hundred eleven passing yards, thirty four touchdowns, fourteen interceptions, and a passer rating of one hundred eight. Completing 70%, he had 366 completions on the year. So if you look at those numbers in that way, to have a 70% completion percentage and having 4,600 passing yards with 34 touchdowns, those are pretty good stats to me. And I think that he deserves to have a shot at MVP if people don't recognize him to do it. And But I know Aaron Rodgers is really good too. If you look at Aaron Rodgers' stats, he Aaron Rodgers has been solid all season. But the question is, like, what can Aaron Rodgers do? Because Aaron Rodgers is a good quarterback, but does he de- does he deserve to win MVP? And if you look at his numbers over the year, over the season, he had 352 completions six, and with a passer rating of uh, uh, completion percentage of 68, and uh, having 4,000 passing yards with 35 35 touchdowns and four. Inter- he only threw four interceptions on the year, and he has a passer rating of 111. But I know he's a little. You know his numbers are better than Joe Burrow, but I think Joe Burrow ha- should have a shot of winning MVP because I think Joe Burrow really has a lot of potential overall. But and then the rookie of the year, and I'm kind of stuck right now. Is it going to be Jamar Chase? It's going to be Mac Jones. Mac Jones is a great quarterback. If you look at his numbers, Mac Jones is having a solid year. But is Mac Jones good enough to pull it off? Because we know Mac Jones is good. But is he good enough to win Rookie of the Year? Because he's he's up and down. He's had a couple games where he hasn't played good football. But he's had games where he's played better football. And the question is, can he pull it off? Because we know he's good. But can he win Rookie of the Year? I know he's ahead. But if you look at Jamar Chase, 79 catches, 13 touchdowns, 1,429 yards. And averaging 18 yards a catch, he had a season long of 82 yards. And Jamar Chase only has about 80 catches, but he has averages 18. He has 1,429 receiving yards. So if you put those numbers to test, if Jamar Chase plays really good football and Mac Jones doesn't, I think Jamar Chase can win it. And we'll see if Jamar Chase can, can win offensive rookie of the year. And uh, yeah, so. That's about it for offensive rookie of the year. I mean, let's just look at defensive rookie of the year, Micah Parsons. He didn't, he's slowing he's slowing down, but he has no competitors. Micah Parsons does not have a competitor because he is on top. He was on top like week two, so like he doesn't really have a shot 
anyways of not winning it. But in the defensive player of the year, I'm going to give it to my man, TJ Watt. Because TJ Watt has shown that he's solid. TJ Watt has shown that he's good. And his brother has won it before. But if you look at this, 21 and a half sacks. 21 and a half sacks by TJ Watt. He's gonna, it's going to win him it. He has 45 tackles. He's going to win it because 21 and a half sacks, like Aaron Donald won a couple years ago, or like 20, like 20 sacks. And if TJ Watt gets like a couple, like three more sacks, he'll have the all-time record. And TJ Watt's going to have, he's going to have to win it because TJ Watt is amazing. And if he doesn't win it, I don't know who will because he's the one of the best defensive players in the NFL to have 21. 21 and a half sacks is pretty remarkable. And we'll see if he can pull it off. And But that's all today. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. If you guys enjoyed my podcast, uh, check out my other podcast and follow me. And I'll see you in the next one.